Welcome to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. We talk about psycho carnies in clown suits. We travel to Impala Land. And the debut of Liz's new poem, Fuck, Fuck That, that clown. clown. Let's do this. This week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. Everybody loves a clown. Season two, episode two. <laughs> How are you this week, Liz? I'm good, Diana. So I'm Liz. That's Diana. What up? So uh, yeah, it's a uh, humid as fuck. Humid AF. Like my house. I don't know if it's because I opened windows last night. And I keep turning down the air conditioning. It just makes it cold humid it's i can't explain like how disgusting it feels and like i don't want to eat food i don't want to do anything i just want to like not be in this house but Uh i have to um yeah i i don't know what's up with the monsoons we had crazy hail all day and i'm worried about my baby plants and if they can make a thunder cat a thunder a thunder cat Thunder shirt for cats, which would be great because then someone should call it a Thundercat. That obviously. would be obviously. I just, dude, somebody, if you if you end up going with that, I want some money. All right, so make, the, make or at the least a few cat. free ones. At least a few, at least a few uh, Thunder shirts for cats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no way my cat would ever get into a Thunder shirt. Like she'd be more freaked out by the Thunder shirt than by. I can help. <laughs> I mean, I can get her in it. She just it wouldn't be it wouldn't end well. No, no, no. Ah. Uh. Well, yeah, so I heard it. I heard it was flooding up in Dallas. Yeah, we had some fun flooding yesterday. Um, so we we made a trek out for to go try out a barbecue spot that was good, and then um, and then decided to do nothing else the rest of the day because we started seeing all the flood footage. And we're like, no, nah, no, I don't need to drive anywhere. But we did make it out Saturday. Saturday was freaking gorgeous, and we had we had a garage sale. Got a bunch of crap from our house, and then went on a little date night, and it was fun we actually stopped by um we were in bishop arts district um in oak cliff in dallas and went had sushi but then popped over to a place called it's called revelers hall and it's a new orleans style like bar we've actually been once you've been with mm-hmm. me once and they were doing us for a special it was somebody's birthday or something and they rolled in a 20 person orchestra <laughs> in this tiny bar like chair like rows of ch- two rows of chairs on one side right in the entry and then like on the other side was the drums and uh, piano upright bass all that and like and it was like full on like like jazz orchestra it was pretty pretty freaking cool so we got to sit and listen to that and have some cocktails it's kind of almost surreal like just because a things have been so shut down but then on top of that just like you don't expect to hear like they have jazz and brass bands all the time there, but it's usually like a three piece, a five piece, not 20 motherfuckers in there playing like whole horn section. It was pretty rad. So we saw that. That was, that was my excitement of the weekend, if you will. And, uh, and yeah, now I'm just uh, cracked open some Coleman wine again. Cause that's what I've got. Cause I'm running low on wine and uh, enjoying that this evening. 
So I have a special cocktail in honor of this week's podcast. Yes, I had Amazon bring me Fago because we're talking about clowns. So the juggalo, I got the juggalos soda of choice. And now I have a bunch of it. And I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with it. Um, it. So I have made a cocktail with the vanilla, it's not vanilla, it is vanilla cream soda Fago, mixed it with the high spiced rum, and then Mm -hmm. added in some bitter just to cut the sweetness a bit. And then also added in some dark, the rum soaked dark cherries into it. It still tastes like the diabetes in glass. And I will, I will probably be up shaking from sugar all night, but. But you're down with the clown. Whoop, whoop. Uh, is that an, is that an ICP sound? Yes. I did not know ICPs made that noise. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've got ICP stories. I'm sure you do. And we have, there, there will be places for ICP stories tonight. Oh yeah. <gasps> My only ICP I have story. seen them in person as a, at a concert on purpose for that's one, but there's another story. That, that's a pretty good one. So the only story I have is that I had a, cl- a cow and she had a white face. So she was my jugamoo. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say I've ever qualified as a juggalette, which is a female insane Kyle Posse fan because I never painted my face. Or so. smoked meth. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I like it. I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. Down with, you're down with the clowns today. No, uh, fuck those clowns. <laughs> fuck all those clowns. Okay. Yeah, we can just go into a spoiler. Theme of the episode is fuck that clown. That's, yep, that's, that's it. The that's it. I mean, we can, we'll go through a brief overview and talk through a little bit of the story because there is a couple interesting like point plots or plot points. Plot points, especially in character that development. Point plot. Point, point plot. plot. Point plot. Point plot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the summary is is uh, fuck that clown. Fuck that clown. Yep. All right. All right. Tell us about so, this. so uh, as you know, this title is everybody loves a clown. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, it, it well, as you said, is season two, episode two. This first aired on October fifth, two thousand six. It was directed by Phil Scriccia and written by John Chabon. Uh, so we've talked about them before, so we don't need to go into them again. Uh, the only thing, really. Um, I know from kind of the background story from some of the extras who did this because they had a lot of extras because it was at the carnival. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really hot in Vancouver, but it was supposed to be fall. So basically everybody was sweating their asses off because they're like, <laughs> you're supposed to dress like it's fall and carry around all these heavy stuffed animals. And they're like, I am dying of heat stroke. But yeah, I bet it wasn't that hot. It was Vancouver. They're just wusses. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm sure. It was. So on the Baltimore trip it's a, this week, it's a blazing seventy degrees. Yeah, the I looked at the weather for this weekend, and my friend from New York, she was like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be in the low 80s." And I'm like, "Bring a parka, shit!" Like, <laughs> right, <we're, laughs> I'm like, oh, if it's gonna get in the 60s at night, I definitely need a jacket. I'm that person. Um, so like, yeah, I can't. Well, as long as I have excuses to wear jackets, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Give me, give me an excuse to wear a jacket and, and boots, and like, cause you can't wear boots when it's hot. Uh, so, anyways, it's only when styled very carefully. No, I can. I will. I'm not saying I won't do it, but I'm not also <laughs> gonna bring like my 14 night docks with me. That's not. That would be hot. But yeah. those are also things that are really nice when you're walking around to be in docks right. because they're so comfortable. But I'll be probably just walking in chucks. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, we're going to start off. We're in, in Medford, Wisconsin. And at my a first, carnival. 
at a carnival and my first comment is that carnival looks pretty baller yeah. uh for a podunk ass small town in wisconsin i mean there are contortionists there are you know fire eaters all yeah. sorts of things that i'm like oh my god this carnival never came to texas like yeah like well that's like the ones that come through nowadays that we go to as like adults like when there's like a like a jim rose or yeah, like, like yeah or like yeah and there's like i think pretty things peep show and things like that like these like modern touring freak shows that's the only time you get to see those now i don't remember any of those as a child no no they were and i've you know and i've had a lot of friends who were sideshow performers in coney island especially uh in new york and you had a lot of you know sword eaters and you know, fire dancers and other things like that so yeah. and i'm going to preface this because i'm going to talk mad shit about clowns during this episode but I do want to say that when I lived in Florida, um, I lived in Sarasota, which was the summer home for Ringling. So a lot of a lot of the Ringling people, you know, basically were there a lot. And I did hang out with a lot of clowns and some of them are really fucking hot, too. Uh, and so there's a distinction between circus performing clowns and party clowns that are okay and normal and creepy ass fucking clowns so when i start talking shit about clowns i really mean the creepy ass ones because those are uh, they're, they're a different category because like i'm not like i'm i'm with you on that because i'm not like one of the people that's like oh i'm scared of clowns i i know a lot of people are not my thing don't really care not scared of clowns creepy this fucking creepy clown terrifying just yeah, no, say. he's terrifying. Fucking terrifying. And if I saw that clown like anywhere, nope, sorry, dude, you're you're going down. That mm -hmm. uh, castle mm -hmm. wall is coming to effect. Um, <laughs> get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. I'll stick my cat um, on you. <laughs> so yeah, so basically, like what happens here is a little girl sees a clown, is pointing and waving, and her parents can't see it. And because up suddenly it's gone. And she's like, okay, whatever. So they leave and she sees it like as they're driving in the middle of the fucking woods, like standing there waving at her. Yeah, I'm sorry. Even as a child, I'd be like, that's not right. That's terrifying. This kid doesn't seem to care. And then um, they go to bed and like, she looks out her bedroom window and sees this fucking clown in the fucking yard. And yeah, I yeah, I think the best the best way to describe this is I'm going to give you some poetry stylings of Liz. This may be a haiku. I'm not sure it probably isn't. So this is my my poetry interpretation of the opening scene. Oh, shit. Sad clown waving. Fuck that clown. Clown waving on the side of the road. Fuck that clown. Clown is outside the house. Fuck that clown. All right. He's holding her hand. Fuck that clown. I know I'm a poet. Yeah. And she invites it inside. No. Why? Why? What is wrong like, with you? Yeah, come on now, kids. Kids even know stranger danger. You don't invite a fucking stranger in your house. Come on. Anyways. So we see the... he's not cute. Like what child looks at that clown and goes, man, that's a cute, friendly person. No, no. But child looks at that and goes, mommy, daddy, please kill it. Please yeah. kill that thing. So we cut though from this very like upsetting scene to another upsetting scene of the Winchester brothers watching, um, crying and watching the body of their deceased father wrapped in gauze burning. Yep. So he's getting a hunter's funeral mm -hmm. and that really has to smell. Yeah. Can't be good. Like, I wonder like how you could be sad. Cause I'd be like, oh man, the hair, the court, like burnt flesh. Ew, this has got to be awful. I would not, not be not emotional. Good. I would just be vomiting. Yeah, it's not good. It would, it would, 
and, and like the emotional part would actually increase the like the nausea because you'd be really emotional and it would smell really bad so you'd be definitely puking like guaranteed yep. like yep. cry puke Ooh. Oh, that's not attractive. And, yeah. and in your forties and you like pee yourself oh. while you do it too. So it'd be like <laughs> cry, cry puking and piss yourself. Yeah. That's yeah, what happened. That, that, that's what, that's what, that, that's what would happen. Sorry, boys. <laughs> oh, uh, being a woman is magical. <laughs> You're fucking lady. So, and then, and then Dean decides to carry on the tradition of being a big fat fucking liar, like his dad. Yes. I also I was like, don't turn into a big fat liar like your father, Dean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, is anything you you took down from John? It was a, I am going to lie to Sam, yeah. who is clearly you know trying to work through some shit. And we're going to yeah. comments on that, but yeah, why, why are you lying to him, dickbag? No, clearly, Dad didn't say anything to me before he died, motherfucker. He sent your brother out of the room, knowing he was going to die, and whispered some big fucking secret in your ear, and you're going to act like you don't know something. Liar, liar, vampire. Yeah. So then we cut to um, Bobby's where Dean is working on baby. And I have some comments that I would like to share with you throughout this episode. Please do share. So obviously I would love for baby to be rescued and resuscitated from her terrible, terrible accident. I'm going to make it abundantly clear though, that in one week that Cardin's paint job did not magically go from glossy to a matte finish. Because you wouldn't be sanding the car down at this point in time. But the what if he friend, got so? But I mean, what if the? I'm assuming those are different from a different car. No, the entire car has the exact same paint job, and it is all matte finish now. Yeah, but what also, if? Because so there was only like a like. I'm just assuming the entire frame, all the things that are outside, are a different car altogether. Oh, that see, they have. I thought they were having, implying he was working on the same car because one. You can no, you could because one of the doors is still missing. Yeah. So I'm like, they're trying to make it look like he just like fixed this thing, and like, oh yeah, that's what you're you're gonna be, that step in the process you're gonna be at after that car getting like fucking destroyed because the frame was fucked, the roof was buckled, the front end was even twisted, and like, oh, he's wrenching underneath it. That would not be the step in the process you were at. I'm just no, I, and I agree. Like but that's why I just always thought the you know, there's a new body. Like yeah, a new body. they they basically were junkyarding it from other Impalas that were in Bobby's junkyard of of magic. So within like that junkyard, there's all these sixty seven Impalas, and they're designed yeah. so Dean can go take things off of them and put them on the car, and that's how. And so that's I, how we end up with a very it. hot Dean underneath it wrenching and all sexy like i don't know what it is about a man so on the distracted by the fact I know, that this I know car you could not be in this condition I, I, I know but also like there's just something about like a hot guy like rolling out from underneath a car with a wrench in his hand Woo! oh mama that that does it yeah that works for me yeah, so I, I like i like leaning over the engine bay but it's like some of the mystique is gone from it not and i, and I love my husband and i think my husband's hot and all that so it's not that and he works on cars for our cars a lot but when he goes under one of our cars, I actually get really stressed out because usually it's up on jack stands and my car sits yeah. really low. And so if it fell off the jack stands on him, he would be trapped, which is terrifying. So like rolling out, like if he rolls out, it's more of like, oh, thank God you're not dead. It's more one of those. And, and then if he's leaning over and I'm like, oh, fuck, his back's going to hurt later. <laughs> so 
I know. Uh, and this is, but I know, get what all, you're saying. No, it's, it's oh, this an, is also like car show real. You know, this is a TV oh, show yeah. fantasy thing. Because in real sure. life, that man that rolls out from under there has really stinky balls, and it's just not. It's not a pleasant thing. You know, I mean, he's gonna smell. He's gonna be greasy. He's gonna try and hug me. He's gonna get his sweat and his grease all over me, and I'm gonna be like, oh motherfucker, oh don't touch me. But and there's all the it, debris because a dirty garage floor that he was laying on that's all like dusty and oily. Yeah, and then he's gonna walk that into the house. He's gonna get the house all dirty and then he's not going to vacuum it and that yet so no in real in real land no this is not fun in tv <laughs> land where i can't yeah. smell him yeah fair. that's fair no i just i i read it as they were implying that he was fixing the, the existing vehicle so your interpretation actually makes me feel slightly better i'm just watching it going like the fuck that can't be the same motherfucking car. This is insane because this part's not fixed. Why is the like? Why, why is this headlight suddenly? Oh, like one of the <laughs> one of the scenes, like the like rear windshield trim is missing. Like, why would that be gone? That was like the one part of the car that was intact. Like, why they just popped it off for funsies? That shit's hard to find sometimes. Anyway, because it's so. because it's a whole. It's a brand. It's basically a brand new model, but they just kept certain little bits and pieces. Little bits okay. and pieces that that okay. bring the soul of baby with it. Well, I was I was distressed, so I will I will accept that explanation, as long as we're just uh, accepting that that Bobby just has Impala's out laying around. Yeah, it's just Impala land. Impala land. I want to go to Impala land. Well, that's anyway. what uh, is like with the the ones that are like what are they, like deer, like the Impalas yeah. that, uh -huh. that that are bouncy. Yeah, I, and I know this is an audio show. You guys can't see me making them bouncing the, your fingers, bouncing like a little, like, almost like a bunny foo foo thing. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do it in the in the video highlights later. But yeah, I'm an Impala now. <laughs> this is what, this is what Impala like. land. <laughs> oh man. So, anyways, and and you get kind of like this is where we start seeing some of the the discord in the dealing with their grief uh, between Sam and Dean. Um, Sam kind of offers to help, but it's just like kind of keeps checking up on Dean, and Dean doesn't want to talk about shit. It's never there, but. <laughs> This is but, a running theme, and I'll talk about this probably at the end of it too. But yeah, it's really annoying when you're grieving and somebody tells you how you're supposed to be grieving, mm -hmm. right? So even if you're family and they're like, you're bottling shit up, don't do that. Well, fuck you. I want to bottle my shit up. I'm going to deal with it on my own. Like, we don't yeah. deal with death in the same ways. Fuck mm. off, Sam. That's pretty much like so. Fuck that clown and fuck off, Sam. I'm, I'm spicy tonight. Well, in a weird way, I think, and then we get to this later too, is that Sam harassing Dean about how he's processing is really more about Sam processing, but that's a different thing. So anyways, we get to, um, ends up that Sam cracked dad's voicemail and they found like some voicemail from four months ago from a lady <laughs> named Ellen about having some help for them. And so they have to borrow a minivan from Bobby to go visit her at her roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> minivan also yeah. that is apparently only playing late 70s classics yeah. do it to me one more time <laughs> and i also secretly just hope that's what sam wanted to listen to as they were like that was his choice of music as, as they're rolling in their minivan rolling yeah. rolling and we're getting that and they pull up to the roadhouse roadhouse yeah. roadhouse yeah, and so they come in this roadhouse, and this is a really funny scene, I think. And then there's like nobody there except for some unconscious person on the pool table. And while they're both kind of wandering around, they both get, um, uh, well, Dean feels a gun in his back, and he said, Oh God, please let that be a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the implication is not a penis, if you didn't get that. 
So that'd be a very thin penis and a very tall man yeah. to have like I to get a dick up there, like that's a that's, that's a, a giant, yeah. giant skinny penis and then also really tiny. Okay. Yeah, it's really weird. Real weird. But I do appreciate her response is nah, I'm just real happy to see you. <laughs> so I was like, okay, good luck. See, okay. I appreciated her punching him in the face. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get into it and well, Sam Sam also has is being held up with a gun too. So yeah, she they yeah, it ends up it's Ellen and her daughter Joe, and Ellen knew John, but they're all always like always. It's always a surprise. They're like, wait, you knew our dad? Our dad didn't tell shit. Our dad, as far as we know, he didn't know anybody except for Bobby and the priest. Like <laughs> it, they don't, they don't know. Sh- like it's like he didn't tell them fucking anything again. So no. they are basically saying that they can. You know, she figures out that John is dead, uh, and Sam's basically like, hey, we'll take any help you can give us. And so he's like, they're like, well, we can't help you, but we know who can. And they're like, I want to pause you before we get to that. So one comment I just had though, as they're lying up, like hanging out against this bar, Joe's pants were so fucking low. Like I am not like, how the fuck were these hanging like up? Like if she walked the her Nani would have been like totally exposed. Like you could see her hips, like all the way down to the bottom of her hips. And it makes me really uncomfortable. I mean, girls, where would you want? But that seems impractical and I don't understand like how like they're coming back in fashion. No, don't do it. And if you do that, I mean, you're I like can't, a lot of I'm, I'm a, cause I'm a, I'm a woman over 40 with <laughs> curvy hips. So I will not be doing that, but yeah, no, nothing, nothing is going to fall below my hips <laughs> and, and nobody wants to. Yeah. Uh, it, it is not attractive. It is, it is not a good look and don't, don't do that again. I was 20 once in the early 2000s. I remember those days. Well, I like, but those when, when they you were so the, when you pulled the thong up. So you yeah, and you had your whale strings. tail. Yeah, your whale tail. I will. I whale tailed it just a couple times. Oh God! And what was worse too so about classy. the super, the super low cut ones is they would just like drive up your crotch, uh-huh. and it was so painful. Like, no, no, why do that? I mean, now wouldn't, but yeah, back then I, yeah, you know those days yeah so here's uh, here's our our new our new fun character introduction uh so ellen just yells ash which funny enough is my dog's name also one of my dogs and, i didn't think about that yeah, yeah. and uh and the guy the person that had been unconscious on the pool table pops up and you realize that it's this dude in a sleeveless flannel shirt and an epic fucking mullet like epic like long the long part is like halfway down his back and the front yeah. is not like buzz cut it's like just like the short like just a good short haircut i love ash so much so much and yeah that is a billy ray cyrus envy mullet like is yeah. the best mullet ever and there is some part of me like if in person like you're like oh if i saw somebody like that i'd be like oh what the hell i did see that person actually in walmart in uh hondo texas uh oh. last weekend because it's hondo texas where right uh, where they have the sign is it like uh this is god's country please don't drive like hell through it is like mm-hmm. like really big when you go in there and yeah at the walmart guy at the mullet but he had a mate with him so i yeah. I, I missed out but yeah All and right. then but when ash starts talking like he is so adorable he is just yeah. fun. i just want to squeeze him and like drink some paps with him like that's yeah i don't want so, to listen to skinner with him because i know listen to skinner but yeah apparently like when dean said he looks like a leonard skinner roadie um yeah so 
apparently Ash is a genius and starts flipping through dad's notebook because they let that, him look at dad's journal. And basically he says that no one can track a demon that way. And they're like, well, our dad was, but, um, and he's like, mm, okay. And then he like calculates for a second. He's like, I need 51 hours. I'm like, okay, of course this is the guy that's gonna have some random ass timeline. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I will say at this, around this point though, I paused it cause I had to, I, was, I saw that something. So on the bar, there's like, they've got like three or four beer taps, not a ton, but they have a few bar taps, beer taps at the bar. And I swear one of them is like the Supernatural logo pentagram. So that's my, I paused it. I screenshotted, not well. I'll try to find a better screenshot, but that's what I found. And I was like, oh, is, this a, is this a fun hiding thing? Or is there just some beer that has, that has its logo that I don't know about? Cause I don't drink good beer. I drink garbage beer and I'm happy about it. So, yeah, well, there is the, uh, there's like, there's some, um, I don't know about any, that would be a fun, good research project to, you know, add it to my 9 million other research what? projects. Yeah, that's what you know. Um, but you know, the one that we talked about from Whitewater, Wisconsin, that, huh? that brewery, but they are in Wisconsin. So that, I mean, although I think that brewery is pretty new, I don't think it was around 2006. I know. And that's why I was like, well, and they aren't, you know, they aren't extensively using, the show doesn't seem to be extensively using that pentagram logo at this point in the series either, which I thought was interesting. So yeah, and Dean Anyways. and Jensen Ackles hadn't opened his brewery by this point, yeah. so we're not getting those cuts yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying there won't be those cuts, but you know. So so, anyways, I just thought that was an interesting little site. But anyways, so um, yeah, then Sam sees this because they've got, of course, like Ellen has some crazy folder sitting behind the bar that's like murder murders <laughs> sam's like oh what's that because like that's a very normal folder to have behind the bar i guess so the roadhouse it is roadhouse as we'll see later when there are more hunters in there but yeah i'm just like here's my murder folder my murder folder because and i guess her, so we find out her husband was a hunter and that's how she got into like this whole world and that um and then dean starts to hit on joe with her low slung pants and gasp he stops himself i know gross he has some <laughs> self-control and didn't say something skeezy to joe i was pretty impressed yep it's really sad like your bar is set so low you're like oh you didn't well, hit on a female Good for and, you. and then you feel a little bad too because you're like oh this is part of his uh, his grieving that's why he isn't doing it and you're like okay well well he's not a complete well, degenerate so well at least like he's also like not taking out his grief by fucking her oh Which yeah like you know, like, her, like yeah. if he was skeevy enough like he could have gone that way and so I, I think it was nice that they actually said no we're not going to have him work through his emotions through his stick I, I appreciated that yeah no i agree so anyways so they decided to go investigate these murders in this stupid folder that was behind the, the roadhouse bar <laughs> That's pretty much that's pretty much what the episode comes down to is they're gonna go investigate these murders and uh we find out that Sam is scared of clowns at this point. So that's a fun note for this episode. And uh they tie back a bunch of these incidents that are all tied to someone seeing clowns. And it's yeah, and one thing I do want to point out, they said, you know, this happened in 1981. I want yeah. you to keep I want you to keep that date in mind because it's gonna be important later. Okay, 1981. Um, I know I remember that year well. Just kidding. Were you even I born? I was born that year. 
Um, <gasps> yeah, and and so also um, a couple other things. Uh, so Dean basically says, "Why can't we know it's Psycho Carnies in a clown suit?" Which I think would have been a better title for this instead of Psycho everybody Carnies. loves <laughs> Psycho Carnies in a clown suit, yeah. which also sounds like the the title of a psychobilly band. Like I, I get at least their album is at least an they, album title. Yeah. Yeah, that is an album or a single on something, you know, it's like my party's in a clown suit. Da, 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 da. That was yeah. my bass laughing. Um, <laughs> and then also when talking about Sam Tainting Clowns, he's like, I was just like, yeah, I also bust out crying when Ronald McDonald comes on the TV. So you're not alone, Sam. You're, you're just not. And that's mainly because I'm afraid of McDonald's food and it's going to, you know, give me a heart attack. What? Oh, sometimes you need a Big Mac. I don't know. I love Ugh, God, gross. I love Big Mac. They're so disgusting. Like their so food, all their time. food tastes like cardboard. It does. And mm-hmm. every time I eat their fries, their fries I like end up so getting, good. I get so sick. Like it immediately what? makes me sick. Um, like Whataburger it. forever, yo. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I like my Whataburger, but I'm not opposed to McDonald's. Damn it. Now I want Whataburger. All right. Okay. So, so yeah. But so, it's kind of, this is, this goes back to their character development a little bit though. Cause in this conversation, basically you can tell that Sam really wants to do this mission because he thinks it's what dad would want them to do. And that makes Dean really happy. Does it? Well, Dean seems happy about it. I think Dean is happy because Sam is doing a mission with him. And that's what's the most important See, part. And I read, I like, Dean's I read it differently. I read it differently. Ooh. I read it that Dean was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he was already starting to be like, you, this isn't you. What is going on? But I don't want to talk about this shit. So I'm just going to smile and nod and go okay. along. That was okay. how I read it. Okay. So well, they're looking for cursed objects. Yeah. Paranormal, so, paranormal they, scavenger hunt. Yeah, of course. And like, and then we get another like fun scene in a fucking fun house. So I don't like fun houses. That's my thing. Like, I, like fun houses and like, like haunted houses. Cause I do not like being startled, which is one of my challenges with this show. Sometimes I don't like being fucking startled. And there's a lot of things that jump out at you and startle you and all these things. So I did a lot of jumping when they did these fun house scenes. That's my confession. But, and there's a scene with a dad and his kid and, and, and the, in the fun house and the kid sees a clown and dad's like, don't be afraid of clowns. They're your friends. And then. No. Clowns <laughs> are not your friends. And now we're just going straight into lore. <laughs> we are going into lore now because oh. fuck that clown. Fuck that clown. Clowns, clowns are not your friends. And we're going to talk about why, why clowns are not your friends. Okay. 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 Got it. Tell me about All right. It. So in research for this, I'm going to have to go a little on the stray because as I was reading um, this great book called Bad Clowns by Benjamin Radford, I highly <laughs> recommend you read this book, everybody. It's so good. Uh, he had a whole chapter on clown porn, which I did not know. I mean, I guess I knew it was a thing, but I didn't really know like it was a thing. Um, so it's a thing. And ew. Um, and so Kara Bruce, a San Francisco author, noted clown porn does exist, and so do clown fetishes. Is it the uniform or the costumes? Maybe it's because clowns are associated with childhood and horror, two of the most highly charged taboos around. So maybe, yeah, like, you know, it's something that scares you, so that can turn into a fetish, or something that you saw as a kid, you know, like some yeah. 10-year-old getting his first boner while like there's a clown at a party or something, whatever. Uh, so in 2004, um, there was a film made by a guy named Chris Spotto called Very 
very cleverly titled clown porn. That was just the name of it, it was clown porn. And one reviewer said, these are real clowns and they're really having sex with women. You see the rubber chicken being mashed against the breast. You hear the honking of horns and wet splat of whipped cream pie on the face of an unlucky victim. You will witness the terror of clouds ejaculating and being ejaculated upon. And once you have it, it is something you can't unwatch. Pray for a miracle, pray for a stroke. It won't matter. <laughs> and I was like, that is the best movie review I have ever read. Um, oh my God. Uh, yeah, this is why we have an explicit rating, folks. Um, so uh, following the film Clown Porn, other clown porn followed, including the Ass Clown series. And one of the movies of that was a basis for a 2005 federal obscenity case, the United States versus Extreme Associates. Because they were like, is this porn? I'm like, fucking clowns, man. Like, no, this is this is obscene. This is like, this is what is obscene. Um, and then, but also- you know when were, you see it. <laughs> you know, when you see it and this rubber chickens getting thrown against somebody's snatch that's that's obscene and they also talk about like just within it like within these porns because they have so much makeup they just get smeared everywhere and that's just part of the fetish and i'm like what um Ugh, yeah but it even it did go more into like there was mainstream stuff too there was at least three penthouse pictorials where the models are made to look up by clowns three playboy pictorials and also just an ass load of websites no pun intended mm -hmm. so okay so i had to talk about the clown porn because yeah. everybody has to share that that horror with me and apparently every some people really love clowns. everybody everybody loves a clown sometimes <gasps> you love a clown you know, some people love a clown and some people love a clown <laughs> yeah yeah Okay, so let's talk about the bad clowns. Um, so in reality, the list of clowns committing crime is pretty small. And usually they're either ex-clowns or clowning was a side gig. And we know, so we do have, you know, the murderers, right? So we have all know John Wayne Gacy, aka Pogo the Clown, who was convicted of stabbing, asphyxiating, and strangling at least 33 victims. In Houston, there was Uh-Oh the Clown, uh-oh, um, real name Rex Myers, Rex Mays, sorry. He viciously stabbed a 10 and a seven-year-old girl, like two different girls. Like he stabbed one of them in the eyes. Like it was fucking atrocious is one of the most horrible things I've ever read about. He was executed in 2002. So yeah, Texas, we like to do that. Yeah. Uh, in 1990, there was the woman um, who was dressed as a clown holding balloons and flowers. And she shot, um, this is in Florida, I think. Uh, she shot a woman named Marlene Warren in the face. So basically this woman, Marlene like opens up the door and there's a clown standing out there with flowers and balloons and then shoots her in the goddamn face. And then she, and then she died. Um, Later on, they found out and it was finally identified, like in 2017, so right? This happened in 1990. She was not arrested until 2017. And that was That's the woman wild. was Sheila Keen Warren. Um, and she was having an affair with the woman's husband. Like she'd been a person of interest for a while, but they just didn't have enough evidence. And so finally in 2017, they arrested the bitch. Um, yeah, I know, but also that's, like that's cold. It's cold, like the lot. I mean, a whole like like your fucking also, her husband, and you're gonna like kill her dressed like a clown. That's the yeah. last thing this poor woman saw was a fucking clown. Like that's not yeah. what the like what the last vision to be. Yeah. Um, 
And also she was really stupid. Like they're like, yeah, no, we have like video of you at the store buying a clown costume. Like, why were you buying a clown costume? Why are you buying balloons, Sheila? What were you doing, Sheila? So fucking Sheila. All right. So, and then of course we have the pedos. So there was Kletzo the clown. Uh, so that was Amon Paul Kletzo Carlick Jr. He was a clown and a former minister and he would like go around the world and they finally like caught him coming back from the Philippines and they just found a terrible amount of child porn on his, his computer and his camera. Uh, there was Spanky the clown. He was a Ringling Brothers clown and he was arrested and charged with 10 counts of third degree sexual exploitation of a minor. And he was caught as a like a child porn ring. And then there's also clowns as soldiers. So like MS-13, you know, Mara Salvador, I can't say their names, so MS-13, uh, you know, this El Salvadorian gang, which is really based on the United States. Anyways, so their tattoos often include clown masks and, yep. you know, people say, you know, clowns are role models for the members because they represent the man who cries and laughs. Mm-hmm. And then there are also groups of African street soldiers that have been known to wear clown-like costumes, including neon wigs and wedding dresses when going into battle. They believe that because of that, they could not be killed because assuming two identities would confuse the enemy and their bullets it would also scare the fuck out of them because you would look insane right so i mean if i'm if i'm in the middle of a a battle and somebody comes after me in like a neon green wig wearing a wedding dress i'm just gonna run the other way and i'm like you win this (laughs) we're done here um so this person's crazier than me Like, you want this so much more than I do. <laughs> like, whatever we are fighting for, clearly, like, you're really into this. And yeah. up. So you're more, more committed. You're <laughs> far more committed to your cause. Uh, but really, you know, and kind of what this episode is about and what I want to talk about are phantom clowns and stalking clowns. Mm. So the phrase phantom clown theory first, I think, was coined in 1981 by Lauren Coleman in the book Mysterious America. Mm, it was discussing yeah 81 so uh this is discussing basically the phenomenon of children saying they're clowns they're trying to lure me into vans and the cars and forests and eventually leading to some kind of mass hysteria in the community but no clowns are ever actually caught um and so this go- kind of goes back to our spring hill jack we all love him yeah. and and the mad gassers and other things just what is coming out that turns into mass hysteria that's something that's being you know done by you know but also it's an urban legend that children are kind of spinning right right uh, but stalking clowns are real people dressing up to scare be seen and be photographed so we'll we'll kind of talk about both of those so but coleman says and i agree with him that stalking clowns are dangerous not because they might hurt people but rather they will get targeted by angry mobs so basically you're just inspiring a bunch of people to say fuck that clown and go stab him as we'll see actually happens uh so 1981, which is what they talked about in the episode. Yep. So clowns reported being seen in at least six cities in America that year. I remember this is pre-internet, right? Yeah. So it's amazing how far this was spreading throughout the country. Without um, internet, it, without social yeah, media. To without them. without internet, without like no one's like going on Twitter. Like there's not even there is no internet. So right. 
how this is passing, I don't even know. But there's actually been talks of this happening before then, but this is really where things start kind of flaring up. So um, starts in Brookline, Massachusetts. There is an APB that was issued for a van filled with potential child abductor, abductors, aka clowns. Several kids said clowns had tried to lure them into the van with candy and where they were reported seen by an elementary school. Then in Boston, another clown in a van was being searched for, and the school district sent out a warning to please advise all students they must stay away from strangers, especially those dressed as clowns. Uh, by 8th, more clowns and vans were being reported in East Boston, Charleston, Cambridge, Canton, Randolph, and other cities near Boston, and they were all coming from kids like aged 5 to 7. Then they started coming in from Providence, Rhode Island. Then in May, uh, May 22nd in Kansas City, Missouri, a mom says she sees a yellow van, and this is all weird because it's all yellow vans. So a mm. mom says she sees a yellow van approach her kids as they walk to a bus stop, and the two girls said that a clown with a knife ordered them to get inside but they did not because good girls like good clown girl. knife don't don't get in that car um and then throughout the day the police got dozens of reports of this clown in the yellow van and that was kansas city missouri but the previous week in kansas city kansas school children children reporting a clown chased them from the school and threatened them with a knife if they didn't get in the van although sometimes the clown had a sword so sometimes it was like a clown with a sword or a clown like a with samurai a sword like a samurai sword? I, I think like a broad or like, sword. Or, or like, a, like a broad sword. <laughs> so I was like, either one. I'm Whatever. Just trying, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm envisioning this. Uh, this yeah. Yeah. And then in Arlington Heights, Pennsylvania, Ooh. there started being reports of costume people, including Spider-Man, Gorilla, Ooh. and okay. a clown that were trying to entice kids into vehicles. And police were getting like 15 reports a day. And then... This this last part on the nineteen on the nineteen eighty one, um, so in in Arlington Heights, according to like this one thing I saw, and I searched the newspapers around there, like but Arlington Heights, like their archive didn't go back far enough. But I was looking in Pittsburgh, and I saw like the the reports of the Spider Man stuff, but not this part, which is really great. So the police conducted a search with the help of two K nine patrols and a hundred kids with clubs, and found nothing. Now, I don't know if this really happened or not. If you father, if you were a child who was part of this police search and you got a club and you got to walk around, please let me know. I want to yeah. know. I really I want, want this to be real. This, <laughs> this is like I this little, story. this child army, like we're going to get the clowns. Anyway, so. That's crazy. It's crazy. So we're going to fast forward to 1988. So that was 1981. Uh, there were still clown sightings there, but the, the next big one. So. In 1988 in Louisville, Kentucky, across a three-county era area, children suddenly began calling police with stories of a malevolent clown offering rides at a red pickup truck, and in one case, pursuing a child on foot. No arrests were ever made, and the pickup truck driving clown dis disappears. So in, and then we get to 1991, and this is where it gets better. So uh, Homie the Clown allegedly terrorized eighth graders in Chicago. Uh, mm -hmm. So children variously report that he was in a van. It was either blue, white, or red, but agreed to have the words ha ha painted on the side. And then Homie was also seen in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Uh, in 1991, was that the same year? I don't know if it was not, whatever. Um, in Erie, Pennsylvania, more than 40 children and some of the parents report a clown prowling area backyards and looking through windows. A local bank is also robbed by a, a man in a clown suit, but they thought he was a copycat clown. 
1992 in Galveston, Texas, uh, the police and local news outlets get a lot of calls about an evil clown after a girl reported that a clown attempted to kidnap her. And this time the clown is also cited almost exclusively near schools and uh, people, the, the police just kind of downplayed it and no clowns are arrested. Uh, but also interesting enough, this was a few months after uh, the clown was arrested in Houston. Yeah. So I wonder if there's a correlation between the rise of the fear of clowns with the clown that was arrested in Houston. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, in 1994, in Washington, D.C., uh, police got uh, multiple reports of clowns trying to lure children to a van, into a van. They declined to investigate, and so the lack of this police attention, as well as the disappearance of a small boy, is basically being held up by the community, uh, police ignoring crimes being reported by Black people. So, mm-hmm. like, there's so much shit that goes into this. I was going to say, like, crimes reported against clowns is what I thought you were going to go okay. with. <laughs> clowns against them. Uh, 1995 in, Hon- in Honduras, there are tales of killer clowns cruising the streets abducting children 1997 in south brunswick new jersey six clowns incidents occurred in south brunswick and how in a matter of weeks uh, kids were reporting that a clown was leaping out from behind trees and laughing um and police like they were like well we're gonna look but they they couldn't find any of the clowns um they did arrest a guy in august um who was identified the clown and sent for psychiatric evaluation and the man didn't offer any any reason for why he did it uh 2008 there's another clown using balloons to lure children to his vehicle in the south side of chicago now we're going to get into the the rise of the stalking clowns right so all of these before of us are all phantom clowns because we're not really seeing any clowns get arrested they're just right. like a People lot of little sightings, kids but not anything like yeah. actually like substantiated right so and that could be just because we didn't have camera phones you know like there was we recorded things very differently prior to 2013 so the the, the, being the availability of surveillance cameras of surveillance footage of camera phones all of that makes a huge difference for sure and so like social media is an interesting side too go ahead so in 2013 in northampton uk um there was a clown that was walking the streets at night and he didn't like attack anybody he just kind of walked around he's being creepy and he was always silent except occasionally he would go beep beep uh, which is what pennywise would say um and eventually they found out this was a 22 year old filmmaker um then the next year in bakersfield in wasco california the people started seeing clowns showing up in september in front of like the landmarks in town and sometimes they had balloons and sometimes they had machetes or baseball bats um Hmm. a kid was arrested and nobody was hurt and apparently it was a photo project so in 2014, we have the French clown, French clown panic, la panique du clown français. I don't know if that's what they called it. I just translated in Google, and because I wanted to say it, something in a weird French accent. All right, so a bunch of shit starts happening in France in 2014. At right, first, on October 10th, a teenage clown chased his neighbor with a plastic knife. Oh, no. Then on social media, there are saying people reporting bands of clowns are attacking people with knives, machetes, and chainsaws, and they're like, and they're going to start hitting people at large events. In two thousand, in October twenty fourth, a clown smashed a car. In October twenty fifth, a clown beat up a pedestrian with an iron bar. 
That's fucked up. And in, on October 28th in Belgium, an 18-year-old was beaten by two clowns, apparently for no reason. On October 30th, a man was mugged by three or four men in clown masks. And in uh, no, on November 4th, a 90-year-old woman in Paris was robbed by two clowns at an ATM. So in November, uh, November that year, uh, France bl- banned costumes for all of the, all of November. They're like, nope, no more clown costumes. I don't know what the punishment was, like if you're wearing clown costume, but they're like, no, 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 we are done with the no. clowns. No more clowns. <sighs> uh, yeah. So now, yeah, now we're going to segue into the big one that I think most people remember. Uh, it was 2016, the scary clown epidemic. So some of these questions, were they stockings or were they phantoms? Uh, if you really want to see some good things in it, uh, there is a, a YouTube video called the Top 15 Scariest Clown Sightings. Um, don't recommend watching this in your backyard in the middle of the night. Um, when oh, your backyard you did? Is coming, that was what I was so doing you did last, last night, night while you were uh, drinking wine and, uh, and getting, 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 by getting mosquitoes. devoured mosquitoes. Um, yeah. And so texting me about how you're going to have clown nightmares. Yeah. Yeah, this is probably why I was having clown nightmares was watching those videos. My favorite of those are their clowns who just go up to people's ring cameras and just stare at them. And sometimes they have a balloon. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. It's not funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, so um, this all begins in October, in August, sorry. Uh, it's in August in 2016. We're going to start off in South Carolina. And a nine-year-old boy told his mom there were men dressed as clowns and they wanted him to come into the woods but um the boy didn't do it and so he escaped so that's the first time that it happens right then um there's residents at apartments in south carolina they're like hey we also saw a clown around here trying to lure children into the woods and sometimes the clown had money too um then in september four yeah the cop out from candy to fucking money bullshit well which one are you more likely to go with you know like if I'm you're kidding here's an xbox here's I'm some much, fucking i'm much more tempted by money but i'm just saying like um, it also depends on what kind of candy like you know it was like here's some fun dip that'd be a fuck yeah let's go but yeah, you know if it was it. like here's some black licorice no fuck off wow. <laughs> all right so that was august then september 4th Winston State. So when we start in South Carolina, then it starts going to North Carolina to Winston Salem in September, and police get a call about a clown lure, lure, trying to lure children to the woods. September fourteenth, uh, we got Georgia, and this kid um, says he and his brother were going to a bus stop and they were chased by men wearing clown costumes. September 15th, um, we're now in Southern Alabama. And so basically the school, the school get, two schools get locked down because clowns were threatening um, students and posting gun emojis on Facebook. And yeah, so-called Flomo clowns, because it was Flomaton High School, were are spotted on the premises of both schools. And eventually they arrested a 22-year-old and her t- and two underage accomplices. Uh, then like four days later in Maryland, several children report a series of clowns in different neighborhoods of Annapolis. Um, police are like, no, that's a hoax. hoax. Two days later after that, a middle school girl in Athens, Georgia is arrested after bringing a knife to school. And she said, I wanted to protect myself from the clowns. And I'm like, all right, yeah, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that same day, uh, a kid in Pottsville, Pennsylvania is chased by a clown through a park. Two days after that, um, a guy w- who was 20 years old was charged with wearing a mask in public and disorderly conduct in Middlesbrough, Kentucky, after dressing like a clown and hiding in bushes. 
by an apartment building. And you know, they were like, hey, police have warned individuals against dressing up in clown costumes, adding that it could lead to criminal charges. Dressing as a clown and driving, walking or standing in public can create a dangerous situation for you and others, police in nearby Barberville, Kentucky said in a statement online. Like the for you and other. For you, please don't dress like a clown. Then two days later, a kid in New Jersey is chased by three people in the woods who emerges a clown. I don't know why it was kids in the woods. Um, but nobody was asking asking for it why hang out in the woods kid um but it was the fourth time there was an incident like that report in the areas and where residents are like please stop clowns please um but things are going to start ratcheting up because people are like ah fuck you clowns so september 27th tennessee officials put out a warning telling telling residents to be vigilant as halloween approaches when teenager reports being attacked um that same day in phoenix uh two different fast food restaurants were robbed by suspects wearing clown masks uh september 30th the new york times reports that false reports or threats and connections to sightings of creepy clown creepy clowns have led to the arrest of 12 people in over 10 states Um, September 30th there was a threatening Facebook post from the account ain't clowning around that left at least five schools in three separate states in high alert the post sent to students uh, read we will all we will be all at all high schools this Friday to either kidnap students or kill teachers going to their cars Um, and then in October in Texas, they said there had been at least seven arrests related to clown activity in Texas that week alone, mostly for hoax threats made against schools. Among those arrested was a 14-year-old in Livingston, a 14-year-old in Houston, an 18-year-old in Brownsville, and a 16-year-old, another student for separate incidents near Dallas. A man, a man in Atascocita was apprehended by police and taken to a psychiatric ward after he chased two 12-year-olds for two blocks with a baseball bat. And a student at Texas State, my alma mater, whoop, Bobcats, you know, and said she was assaulted outside of her dorm by a man dressed as a clown. The student said police, uh, the man chased her and grabbed her, but she was able to break free and wasn't hurt. Uh, October 3rd in Idaho, um, they start getting clown things. It happens again in Connecticut. Um, then like we're, we're starting to see this, like it goes across the pond. So October 10th in, in the UK, the student, like uh, one of the schools said that it would receive nine clown related reports, including one who was holding a knife and another a stick. Um, there, the Thames Valley police said it responded to 14 incidents in 24 hours over the weekend. And police in Durham and the northeast east of England were investigating a man dressed as a clown and wielding a knife. Allegedly, he followed four children to school on Friday morning. Uh, then in Australia, uh, police said they were aware of copycat incidents and warned that any intimidating, intimidating behavior wouldn't be followed. Uh, my favorite one, October 27th, back in the States in Tennessee, uh, police were called because there was a topless clown chasing cars. <laughs> um, she said she was doing this to raise mental illness, but yeah, so there was a Titty swinging clown just rolling through. That's hilarious. Yeah. So by October of this year, there were sightings that were reported on five different continents. Stores were purging themselves in clown costumes, and schools and districts just banned the clown as a Halloween costume. Threats on social media and alleged sightings led to school closures and official warnings from law enforcement, along with more than a dozen arrests. But under the hashtag 
clown lives matter, bad choice. Um, they showed people encountering clowns who appear non-threatening aside from their creepy ensemble and beating them up. One video even showed a clown being beaten senseless with a baseball bat. So Zweebo the clown, it's really hard to say this with any sort of sincerity because his name is Zweebo. Uh, so he said, you know, that he thought that clowns were be facing a real danger and being targeted. So we're being threatened with violence and worse, like they're keep driving us out of jobs. And there are sheriffs who've even said that, you know, if you're wearing a clown costume, like you should expect to be beat up. And he was like, well, what kind of message is this sending? Like, if this is your job, like this is my job yeah. to be a clown. And we have all these fuckers who are out there who are just the stalking clowns they're basically raising up vigilante justice and i mean people were angry i don't know if you remember this but yeah i mean people were like oh, yeah. hearing about it and, like yeah. i kind of forgotten because i guess like the last like year and a half have been like such a mess that it's hard to think back oh to. shit happens this year too um yeah. so like 2016 everyone kind of thought like it died out right yeah clowns never die um so no, i this remember is, this too yeah <laughs> Um, so we're just going to hit some highlights of the year since 2016. Uh, in 2017, in Racine, Wisconsin, a one-armed man taped a machete to his amputated arm and while wearing a clown mask was arrested after fleeing in the woods. <laughs> this is the greatest picture ever. Uh, like you, you, yeah, you do you. Um, in 2018 in Sweden, a knife-wielding maniac dressed as a killer clown stalked a terrified eight-year-old boy as he walked alone to school, which is just really fucked up. Fuck you guys. You deserve to be beat up. Um, in Mottingham, which I assume is England, uh, in 2019, um, there was a girl at a friend's house and, and basically the kids rushed inside and she's like, uh, they locked the door and said there's a clown in the corner. He's staring at the children, waving a knife before it ran towards them. Uh, then we're going to get to 2020, right? So this is a year all of us, you know, the world went to shit. Uh, of course. So in Fargo, North Dakota, a mother was playing tennis with her son in a park, and she saw a creepy group of clowns at night. The mother said they'd been playing around 15 minutes when they saw four people at the fence wearing clown masks just standing and watching them. She said she could hear the clowns begin chanting something, and then they approached her, but ran, then ran when she called the police. And the police said that was the uh, the second report of creepy clowns in Fargo um, that, that evening. In 2006, they also had a machete clown. So they were one of the ones with the, the knife-wielding clowns. Fun. So the, then, in, finally, kind of the big, like, bah, in 2020, was when the TikTok page at Killer Clown Signings 2021 gained more than 1.4 million followers. And this video shared photos and videos purporting to show clown scares in places like Birmingham, Alabama, Nashville, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of it, there's a video that includes a caption, hey, so apparently a lot of people are getting anxiety from my post. And I just wanted to say that this page is a joke. Still be safe. Uh, but even this year, 2021, May 1st, 16 days ago, um, in Annadale, Minnesota, clowns are being sighted around. And the police said, we are aware of this individual and we continue to monitor the situation. So... Isn't that fucked up? Like I just told you, I wanted to make it short, but that really couldn't like oh, I know. The, the degree of how large this was and is. Right. And so one of the big years though, back before, like when we talked about before social media it was 88, you said, right? So it was 81 and then 88, right? 
Uh, that, that was one of the big times. I, well, I was just going to, because my first thought was what year did Killer Clowns from Outer Space come out? <laughs> well, and, what, and what year was the miniseries It? And that was uh, 1988 so I, was Killer Clowns from Outer Space and 1990 was It. Yeah. So we had uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. We had Poltergeist in 82. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, I man, I had a clown, uh, a stuffed clown that my dad had brought me back from Las Vegas and I threw that shit out. I was like, no, this, this bitch is not in my house. Um, I was like five. I also like snuck into a room. I, say, I, into didn't, a- I did not see Poltergeist when it came out. I saw like, I saw Poltergeist 3 was the first one that I saw. And I was like 10 or 12. Or so, or so. Yeah, I snuck into my parents' room and watched it on HBO. And I think yeah. I was like eight, probably. I don't have to do the math. But I'm not doing math yeah. now. Um, but yeah, so there was, then there are all those things like, okay, is this what kind of upticked? Because we had Poltergeist, we had It, yeah. we had Pennywise. Um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space was kind of more of a joke than like a, a scary movie. I know. But um, I'm wondering a little bit more in response though, almost to the scary clown yeah. thing. That's why I wonder, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not, I don't know if there's a deep artistic like uh, thought process behind the creators of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But I'm like, well, maybe it was slightly in response to some of these things. Anyways. It could have been, but I mean, I also think, you know, it's, especially if you watch the online videos and we've all seen them and part of it is hilarious. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> you're t- like, there's like, they're clowns. They're just like walking through fields and walking through the side of the road. And I'm like, dude, like you got up in your house in Nebraska and yeah. like, you literally watch like 10 miles down this road, just like as a sad clown, like just, to, just for shits and giggles to give, to freak some people out. Yeah. And like, that's, it's really funny on both sides too i mean like unless like they really are evil clowns Uh, which is the other possibility is that these these really are evil things that are yeah yeah i hope not but yeah and and like and you know and always and also too especially with like social media i feel like when these things start they kind of snowball because like even if you aren't seeing them in your city you're gonna go create it or you're gonna say you saw i mean if you don't if you don't actually see it or have footage of it you're gonna create it that's just what people do yeah, I just I also just think it's really interesting as this being an urban legend, especially pre the the clown stalkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about the phantom clowns, that this is something sure. that ch- that are coming from children, right? And how yeah. like this goes from town to town, how it spreads. And these are babies; they're like five to seven year olds, right? It's not like they're thirteen year olds that are getting like. Yeah. So like, where are they getting this idea from? Why is the van always yellow? Like that's what makes that's it creepier Give that's them why it's creepy and, you know and it's like these poor kids and then like also the, you know, then you have the police and like what are you going to do when you get all these kids who are being reported that someone is trying to lure them into a van right um, right because now you're looking at potential kidnapping and then you actually have to look at it and it's not just some like oh there's some fucking clown being creepy it's like oh no they might be like trying to kidnap children Yep, and and why I definitely you know agree with the guy who said you know you should be allowed to wear a clown costume. I don't give a shit. You should not be allowed to wear a clown costume with a machete. Like I think that's pretty much where I draw the line. Like once you bring a machete or a baseball bat into this, like you are you're right. (laughs) I don't know. Did things change now that everybody's like got used to wearing masks? Remember what used to used to be like feel like you were breaking the law if you went into a liquor store with a mask on your face and now you were for like the last year it's the only way you could i, I still think you know if you walk into a liquor store with a clown mask on it's going to have a different reaction than you wearing a bandana yeah. so fair but still i'm just saying it's i don't know it's weird 
Yeah, I, I I think you know we haven't seen the last of the the stalker clowns. Um, oh, I'm sure. And you know, I also just kind of wonder, you know, does this become like coordinated? Like, is it somebody? Like, is there a, a Reddit somewhere where all these kids are like, oh, like this is gonna be really funny? All um, right. So on a in September this year, we're gonna start the clown sightings again. Yeah. Everybody so have their sure new you- wigs in hand. Make sure to polish yeah. up your noses and stock up on your grease paint. <laughs> yeah. So get get on Amazon and order. Make sure everybody orders all their clown costumes. You know, you can prime that shit. But fucking clown shoes. Just I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I mean, it's I, I think it's fascinating, hilarious, and creepy. I mean, if there, yeah, like I, I'm surprised there weren't more clown shootings, especially in Texas. Sure. Like if I, oh, yeah. if, like you know, if somebody had gotten if clowns had shown up in my backyard last night, I'm sorry, those clowns would not have have lasted. No, this clown would have disappeared, or they would got an armadillo thrown at them or something. And it'd be like that guy chucking the bobcat. Your, your poor armadillo. I saw a dead armadillo on the street and I'm kind of afraid it was Phil. Um, It wasn't Phil. Yeah. But now my parents have a new armadillo. So Mm. I'm just like, uh, did I tell you that? When I was in San Antonio, yeah, I saw um, in my parents' creepy Adam's house. Um, I like, I was like, what? Like all these deer ran away and then I like heard something and there was like little armadillo. He's like, better get to the backyard. Did you name him? I didn't name him yet. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. So let's take some some deep breaths. Allow that to digest. Breathe in the Fago. Breathe out the Fago. Fago. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Also, Fago loses its carbonation real fast. I mean, it's just like, it's just like shitty soda from Detroit, right? (laughs) I mean, it's, yeah, it's carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, potassium benzoate. Yeah, normal soda acid stuff. and natural and artificial flavors. So I also don't drink soda. So this oh, is, yeah, that's true. is I'm going to have to take a bunch of sleeping bags tonight. Um, but, all right. Well, so know, let's back go to, back. back to the carnival where our, uh, our uh, heroes, the, the Winchester brothers are becoming carnies. They get hired as carnies by oh, Mr. I, Cooper. We miss, sorry. We miss oh. the, uh, the dad waking up to the kid in the room. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. That is important because dad wakes up to the kid holding after like, he's like, yeah, friend, clowns are totally friends. And then the kid wakes his dad up said, you're right. Clowns are my friends. And he's holding the fucking creepy clown's hand standing over dad's bed. Yeah. Fuck that clown. Fuck that clown. Yeah, yep. So, okay. Now about to the, so, our boy. They become carnies. They get hired by Mr. Cooper. Um, but Mr. Cooper has some like. <laughs> but before I get started, I can't believe you missed the line where. Uh, so they get they pull in and like, Sam is like dog eyeing this poor woman like who's yeah. dressed as a clown, and then basically he's Sam a little person. Said, yeah. yeah, he's very rude. And then Sam said he fingered a clown, and then Dean just kind of looks at him and he stops. Oh, I did miss that. I have oh you missed that he fingered a clown line oh. like that is uh that was fucking gold oh. well anyways so at first I had written down that they were meeting with the carny boss and I'm like oh his name is Mr. Cooper sorry but it's kind of interesting because he does a, a quick dive on um on the history of freak shows and it's very brief he just like basically like two sentences saying that his family's had carnivals for a long long time and they talk about how the end of like the the era like the the golden era if you will of freak shows where they showed you know better or worse wrong right whatever we that's a different debate for a different day but like where they had the bearded lady the conjoined twins the fire breathers the 
contortionist, all these kinds of things. And um, what would happen after they, they started shunning these was that a lot of the people that had been performers would end up either unemployed or in hospitals or things like that. So it was kind of a, and it is, yeah. that is something that is yeah. historically accurate. So. Yeah, and they would it ended up in hospitals if they're lucky. Um, some of them struck out on their own. Like I said, I lived near a circus town, so right. Um, you know, uh, Lobster Boy was there, and a bunch of other people just kind of settled, uh, settled there. So, um, yeah, there's really interesting history into the worlds of of sideshows and yeah. freak shows, and just kind of taking For that sure. back in these days. Uh, uh, something else too. Uh, so when he's trying to test their knowledge of being carnies. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I thought we'd enjoy learning yes. what those things said. Mm-hmm. So um, he's, you know, also uh, Dean forces Sam to sit in the clown chair, which was also it, it was funny. You're right. and it was just like, yeah, no, and this enjoys how much it's freaking Sam out to be hugged by a clown. Uh, so Mr. Cooper is like, ah, oh, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, you've been in this business for a while, kids. Yeah, I can just not have that voice, right? It's kind of like that. Uh, hey, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was, what were you doing? You were ride jockeys, butcher, A&S men. All right. So some carny lingo. Carny uh, lingo. Ride jockey. That one's okay. Oh, I'm gonna want you to guess what these are. Okay, what do you think a ride jockey is? I don't have anything appropriate to describe. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah, this, this one's actually pretty pretty self-explanatory. It's a guy who works a ride, right? Okay. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. All right. What do you think a butcher is? Hmm. I mean, I, I don't think they're actually like cutting up meat. So, I mean, I would say maybe it's someone who it just happened. Maybe someone that handles like the food service to the people there, though. Kind of. Um, so a butcher was a strolling vendor selling refreshments or souvenirs. And so the foods also, interesting enough, they were sitting to the big top in an order. And so they would go in and drive first so that once people were almost ready to kill you for a drink, then the wet would come in. And candy apples didn't go into the last couple of acts because it didn't take people too long to eat an apple. So I just thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, we're going to stage like, we want you to drink beer. We want you to get this. So we're going to give you all the salty all right and the last one a and s man (laughs) what do you think an a and s man is and also if you read it out it looks like ass man so a and s man um i don't know i was gonna say like arts and showman So it stands for agent scale operator. So basically, oh, the guess oh, your yeah, weight operator. Guess your yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the game is quite profitable if it was operated as a hanky pink, which is in uh, when the charge to play um, co- is more than the wholesale cost of the prize. So I guess that's where hanky panky came from. And I learned today. I learned hanky pink. Hanky pink. I like it. Hanky pink. All right. So let's go on. So yeah. Uh, side so, shows it up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little side note here. Just, I thought it was interesting that the, um, you know, after he gives a little bit of history lesson, Mr. Cooper basically says like, look, um, you know, we don't want to live normal lives. Cause he's like, y'all should go like, y'all need to go to school and have families and settle down and blah, 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 blah. This, you know, um, that's, that's what you should start doing. Not being, not be here. Cause you're obviously not carnies. And Sam's kind of like, says like, we don't want that. We want this. And I'm like, oh, is he talking about the carnival and like answering a character or is he actually talking about hunting and doing the family business? Okay. Anyway, so I was like, well, this could be profound depending on your interpretation. There we go. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. So obviously we find out it was a metaphor. Such a metaphor. And Dean just hammers the shit out of Sam for this. He is like, yeah. where did this come from? Thought you wanted to go back to school when this is all mm-hmm. done. I'm like, you're being a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, Sam, do you want him to do that? Like what the fuck? Anyways. So basically now they're just both working the carnival. They both get, Mr. Cooper fucking hires them. They're working the carnival. They're um, going to go meet up and uh, talk about the, um, you know, try to figure out what's going on. And and I kind of skipped where we met um, this uh, this blind man uh, right before they met with Mr. Cooper, who's a knife thrower. And so this blind guy stops uh, stops Dean as he's go- they're going to meet. And it's just like kind of trying to like ask them what's going on. So Sam kind of tries to pump him for some information, but in, in the meantime, lies saying that they're writing some book about like ghosts. So anyways, they're, um, while Sam and Dean are conferring, here this fucking goes again. They're trying to like just confer about like, what have you found? Nothing. What have you found? Okay. Like normal, you see a little girl yeah. go, look, a clown. Yeah, and also before that, I think where this kind of wraps everything around with the lore is basically Sam tells the Dean, I cannot believe you told Papa Zian about the homicidal phantom clown. And Dean was like, I told him an urban legend about a homicidal phantom clown. So, yeah, so now they apparently this was based on phantom clowns. So she sees the clown and they're like, and then they, and then they, and it points out to her parents and it's gone. And Sam and Dean are like, okay, here we go. So not to add the creep factor of a creepy fucking clown. Now you've got the Winchester brothers in a fucking minivan in front of these people's house. (laughs) Get in the van, girl, girl. Like, I'm like, okay, so let's not make it like, so, okay. Yeah. Crown (laughs) clown is very creepy. We all agree. The clown's fucking creepy. You know, it's also creepy Two fucking dudes. You don't know in a minivan sitting outside of your fucking house. So is it more creepy that they're in a minivan and not in baby? It's creepy either way, but it's more creepy in the minivan. I say that as someone that used to drive a minivan. Yeah, yeah, and there is a a lot of things in here that are not going to be good looks for sanity. <laughs> not at all. You're not, not going to come all. off looking too good. Yeah, the cops are. You're going to get some new things added to your rap sheet, boys. Yeah. Um, because they decide and, to go because they see the little girl get up in the middle of the night. Okay. And, yeah, uh, uh-huh. Also, wait, sorry. Uh, they also said that Cooper worked. The, we got the the tie back. Oh yes, I'm into, sorry. Yes. Like, yeah, so they figured out that the Cooper also worked for the Bunker Brothers during their evil clown apocalypse. And maybe Which that's was in an, 81. Again, yeah. back to 81. And then maybe, yeah, maybe the title of it should be instead of Fuck That Clown, Evil Clown Apocalypse is also a good one. Um, yeah, okay, so they are spying and watch a little girl in her house turn on, like, oh my God, boys. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. So the so little girl goes to the back door where you can't, where they can't see, and it's opening the door to the clown and extends her hand to invite him in and of course by now um our our winchester brothers have conducted a little like b and e and are already inside the house so as soon as they see the little girl leading the clown through clown through the house they grab her to save her and shoot the fucking clown fair which okay i don't blame them kind of but the clown like gets shot goes down and then gets starts getting back up and jumps through the window and disappears. Yep. Well, what's happening so, next? There's been a gunshot in this house. The little girl's fucking screaming. Two dudes in the house, they don't know. So guess what? Mom and dad fucking yeah. wake up and show up. And there's some dude they don't know holding their child <laughs> who's screaming. And a dude with a gun and the glass door blown out of their house. 
Like they did not. Think yeah. That. Yeah. This is did not a good look boys. Not, not a good look at all. No. Um, you're so very like, creepy shot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If this was Texas, you're like, you're in Wisconsin. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, good people in Wisconsin. They, they have a lot, lot of people guns too. Yeah. They're kind of, is, yeah. And MC4. Uh, so fair. yeah, that's fair. And the little girl does say, mommy and daddy, they shot my clown. Yes. And you should be like, thank you, mommy, daddy, they shot my clown. Like, that's a good thing, girl. Like, when you get older, you'll be like, oh, yeah, no. God, they shot so my fucking clown. Yeah. So, of course, this means they have to ditch the creepy minivan. <laughs> Just in case those plates got. I'm like, what the fuck? They did not think. I mean, I, I, I appreciate their commitment to trying to save this little girl's family. But they did not think this plan through at all. No, no. But we get a good, really good time, you know, instead of them driving somewhere. They walk and a... talk about their feelings. <sighs> yep. Mm. And they're going to get into a big old argument about who's handling their grief better. That's yeah. that's so productive. The answer is neither. Because your dad just died and it's fucking sad and you should be upset and you should and not be handling to... things well. Like You're, you're allowed to be grieving. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. And grieving in your own way. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're brothers. Yeah. You're not the same person. You can deal with things in different ways. So. <sighs> yeah. So they figure out though that the, um, whatever, the, the creepy fucking clown is a Rakshasa, which is yep. Hindu and it feeds on human flesh, but is known for living in squalor, specifically on a bed of bugs. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I, I couldn't resist. I give you guys a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of lore on Rukshasas. Um, so there's male and there's female ones. Um, and this is just my favorite story that I came across um, about them. So the males are the ones that are really nasty. They always look really ugly and they sleep in, you know, sleep in squalor. And then the females, though, are generally like beautiful women. And mm. they're called like rush, uh, Rakshasis. Um, okay. So in Hindu scripture, um, there is a story of Lord Krishna, who we all know, and the Rakashi uh, Putana, which sounds a lot like a Mexican word for a Spanish word for something not good. Um, so the evil king Kamsa orders Putana to kill an infant Krishna. The king is afraid of a prophecy that foretells his destruction by the son of two other things. So Putana disguises herself as a beautiful woman and ventures to breastfeed Krishna. Before doing this, she poisons her nipples with the venom of a deadly snake. To her surprise, as she feeds the child, it feels like her life is being slowly sucked out. To everyone's astonishment, the Krishna kills the Rakshasi and plays on top of her body. What? Holy crap. Yep. Yep. So that's a, I could not tell that story because that is fucking awesome. <laughs> And poison, also just like, nips. hey, Lord Krishna, like you're going to play on top of the corpse of the thing you just, there's so many things in here that are just fabulous. I'm like, yep, poison, you poisoned your nips and then he's going to dance on your body. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, apparently, uh, so our, our, our Rakshasas are, have to feed, they feed every like 20 to 30 years usually. Um, and they take a human form, but they have to be invited inside and they can only be killed by a dagger of pure brass. And so, of course, the, boy, the guys are like, oh, it must be fucking Cooper then. He worked for the other carnival. He works for this carnival. It totally makes sense. So they're going to go try to figure it out. And so 
Sam's gonna go cut into the the bed Cooper's bed to see if it's full of bugs to prove it one way or the other. While while Dean goes to get the brass um, dagger from the blind guy who throws knives, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, sure, check in that trunk." Opens the trunk, fucking clown costume. Yeah, that's not good. They didn't. They didn't think this through again. This was not their thinkingest episode. <laughs> Just saying. There is some buffoonery, uh, but also uh, the uh, I forget his name, Pass Monty, whatever he is, the blind, the maybe blind, not blind dude. He's not really good at throwing knives. <laughs> He's just like ta So good knife throwing going on here. And when they bust him, his like eyes change color and his like face shape changes. It's kind of crazy looking. Anyway. Yep. Um, and then it goes invisible, but yeah, so they end up having a big fight, like a chase scene in the fun house. And, um, then, uh, Sam gets actually pretty fucking clever and uses a, goes and pulls one of the organ pipes, uh, out of the, or there's an organ in a fun house, which I don't know what that's about, but yeah, anyway, with brass, like a very expensive organ yeah. in his fun house. Like, okay. Why not? But he goes and pulls one of them. I'm like, sure. Cool. Okay. I'm like, sure. I'll buy there. There's a pipe organ in a fun house, I guess, but are they actually brass? Apparently they are because he successfully pulls that out and then stabs blindness, like blindly, no pun intended, blindly stabs the invisible guy and uh, the rock yeah, shots it and kills it. You miss a, a really good line, which is, Sam stabbed it with his organ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stabbed it with his, or or you can just say he stabbed it with his pipe. Yeah. Uh, too. It all works. It all works. Yep. And then Dean says, I hate fun houses. Yeah, agreed. I mean, they're really, they're not fun. It's if terrible- like, if there's like, like, there's like the, like the real cheesy ones, like where you have to like walk through the crazy, like the tubes are spinning and stuff like that. Like I can have fun at those. I just don't want, like, I don't like shit jumping out at me. The mirror, like a mirror maze is fine. I don't get like upset no, as long as no, things mirror- aren't jumping out. I just don't like things jumping out at me. No, mirror mazes, how many horror movies have you seen? Bad things always happen in mirror maze. Someone's going to kill you. They're not going to be real. They're going to be in there. And also, I don't need to see like real fatter versions of myself. Like, I'm big enough. Like, maybe if it was all just like the skinny funhouse mirror, that would be fine. Like, I would go through that one. It's like, oh no, all these mirrors going to make you look really tall in bed. I'd be like, cool. We're going at that. That would be a fun house. The one where like you're gonna look like a toad, and then also you're gonna walk into some glass because you're not that smart. Um, that is the <laughs> anti-fun house. So I'm just worried about things startling me. That's my focus. That's all there is to it. See, and but I also feel like that's not like the startling thing is a haunted house. It's but not this a fun, fun house had things jumping out. This I know this one did. I know. I just I just don't think like that's the concept of a fun house. I think fun houses generally mirrors and like the weird like oh your perspective is off, which also I just don't like that because also probably been on a lot of drugs when I've been in them and just you know they weren't probably. (laughs) But you know it's in general yeah I'm not a fan of those and yeah we're just gonna end it on that. Um, So Sam stabs somebody with his organ. Continue. <laughs> That's what you want. You just want to leave it at that. That's all. Yeah. So we get back to the we go back to the roadhouse. Roadhouse. And uh Joe is still flirting with Dean because she was bummed he didn't hit on her earlier. And it's like, oh am I gonna see you again? And he's like, basically, he's like, I'm just not in the mindset for this right now. Uh, yeah, but it's also really funny. I think if Dean had hit on her, she would never have been interested. And no, because fact- he's aloof. The one time he's fucking aloof, now she's like, hey. 
Yeah, and I get that, Joe. I'm here with you. Like, what? I can't have him? Fuck yeah, come here, give me some Dean. But like, oh, also you're sad and broken? Oh, yes. Uh, bring, you don't want me, oh, you're, you're emotionally sad and broken? Un- you're emotionally unavailable? Yes. Yes, yeah, Just my on. type. Uh, Just yes. my type. Mother so we get we get ash comes back and he's set up some he's got some like girl yeah tell me about this laptop <laughs> they just like did somebody just like velcro a shit ton of like like random processors and motherboards to the outside of a fucking like lap generic laptop is that what i just saw pretty much there's a bunch of circuitry and things in there that don't belong in a laptop and not like i'm not gonna i am not one who breaks things down like i don't break my laptops apart like that but i mean basically it's a uh it is a self-contained whatever this is what he learned at mit Yeah, um, we learned that he went to an mit this they're like how the fuck did you learn this shit because he's like yeah i can totally track all these things that your dad noted and was i built an algorithm that's going to track all this shit so if anything happens that's a symbol of this demon coming of your demon coming back we'll know right away and they're like okay how did you do that and he's like oh you know i went to mit but he got kicked out for fighting i know because he's adorable i I love that he also says i'm on it like divine on dog dookie which i just bring oh, things back to baltimore yeah, yeah so it's like going to baltimore the home of divine um i do want to go to divine's grave when i'm there like which mm. is like what is liz gonna do in her trip try and lure all her friends to cemeteries that is apparently that is yeah. likely what's gonna happen and they're gonna be like we want to go to i'm like no nah, cemetery no yeah cemetery and granted mm. most of them are pretty gothy so it'll yeah. probably have you, have you have you seen john waters do his spoken word thing in the last few years it's been a while since i've seen him um i mean i appreciate most things john waters does um and most people i know from baltimore uh really like him just as a person um they always said he was you know pretty cool and just weird um but he's a good storyteller like in, like doing he just goes up and does like he does tours periodically where he's like go up and like just tell stories for like fucking hour and a half I would, I would love to sit, honestly, he's like, I want to, he has a bar, but he hangs out in, in Baltimore, but obviously now I don't know what's going on with that bar. Well, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I would love just like, he's the one who I would just want to sit down next to and have some drinks with and listen to him tell stories because yeah. he's a weirdo and I like weirdos. Yeah. I got, I got to meet him once. I saved the day. He was so happy because I had breath mints and he did one really bad because he just <laughs> finished speaking and he was about to do like one-on-one meet and greets with people. And he's like, I just really need a mint. Someone have a mint. And I'm like, I got you. And he was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Cause he was about to like meet like a bunch of fans, like one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like if you, and you know, like I know you've, I've done public speaking, you've done public speaking and you know, like even if you're drinking water or no matter or soda or whatever it is, after you've spoken for like two hours, your breath is not good. Like you are not staying hydrated because you've been fucking talking. Your mouth is dry. And then you're just like, oh, I don't want to breathe on people right now. But anyways, that's my, that's my, I got a really cute picture with him. That's my John Waters story. You're welcome. Yeah, you should post that. I don't know how this goes, ties into this, but yeah. No. It doesn't, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. There we go. Anyway, so we cut back to, um, so they're like, basically, so Ash is going to call them if anything happens. And they're like, fuck it. We're going back to Bobby's. That's where we're going now. We're done. We're going to go because Dean's got to work on baby. Well, and Alan does offer them a place to stay. She does. And, and they're like, and no, they that's why they're like, around. no, we got to go. Yeah. Because um, Dean needs to work on baby. Well, yeah. Which is obviously a, a thing he has to do. But I think it's really cool that, you know, Alan was just like wanting to step up and be like, do you need yeah. like mom? You never had a mom. But she doesn't know that. But she may know that. She probably does if she knew John and knew that he was a hunter. She probably knew why. And, yeah. 
And so I think it's interesting. It's like, hey, here is this opportunity for a supporting figure. And they're like, no, we got to handle shit on our own. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we finally, so we get a Sam and Dean having another talk about their feels while God. Dean's working on the car and basically figure out that Sam is, feels really guilty about how things ended with dad because they were arguing, like literally they were <coughs> arguing and then dad died. And so they're both, but they're also both just processing grief differently and accusing the other of not processing it right. And it's just stupid. But anyway, so it kind of ends. And then Dean has, <sighs> Dean commits <sighs> an act of violence against an important fixture in the show. You hurt the one you love, man. Um, he yeah. takes a crowbar and beats the fuck out of Trunk. Team Trunk! Trunk. Trunk. Got poor trunk. Um, poor she she is trunk. poor trunk. Oh, like she is fucked. Like I oh think we God. need a, I think we need a team trunk here. By the way, we definitely need a team trunk here. So it is it is a distressing scene. Um, I I was not happy about it, and I was like, what? And now my car side was like. Well, he needs to replace the trunk lid then. So that's actually pretty smart. <laughs> he didn't fuck up more of the car. But I'm also like, no, not trunk. We love trunk. So well, at, um, least, at least we're in Impala land. So in- right, we're in Impala, Impala land, land. So it's fine. There'll be another trunk lid trunk. somewhere. Yeah. I think you had the stats at some point about like how many Impalas they go through in the show. I'm like already like appalled, but by no shows do this all the time. It's not like, I'm not, well, I'm not, like, I'm not yeah. oblivious. It's just like, <gasps> they also like, they're not necessarily, especially like you see in this one, they're not destroying it like a mint condition, right? They're finding like the shitty versions and oh, oh, I'll have to pull up the stats at some point, but um, they have like the, 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 basically the one we can throw away and beat with a, you know, beat with a, a tire iron. Um, Hmm. or crowbar sorry this is not a tire it was crowbar which is yeah, but, so at oh, least they were beating a fucked up at least they beat the heat to beat the fuck out of a fucked up car instead of like an intact pristine but vehicle. also it this is a, a good and like was, i as much as i was saying i can't tell you how to process your grief but it is like okay there's a reason why we have like these rooms now where you pay to go destroy you pay somebody who i can go destroy shit you know well, it's like it's like when people get into some people get into boxing or some people do other kind of extra like where you can hit things you know it's like it, it can be very cathartic. satisfying like it really is like when you get to actually like throw shit and just like break stuff like it feels good and like you know especially for something like to this character that's so symbolic right. of his father to take like be able to, like i'm going to i'm so mad at you that i'm going to destroy the thing that you love that i was trying to rebuild for you it's yeah. pretty it's a pretty epic moment even though it's yeah. really painful to watch it's fucking you know that's a really emotional thing and it is it really was it was very it was a definitely emotional scene for sure i agree and to do this in an episode that was about creepy fucking clowns and then to be able to just have like this is like a minute scene you know like it was was long just like boom like there we go yeah i agree yeah that's what i got so neither of them are processing grief well and they're both judging each other about how they process grief and fuck that clown that's our that's this episode (laughs) yeah Yeah. evil clown apocalypse i hope we're done with clowns i don't know if we are but yeah i don't want to talk about clowns ever again but no i really yeah this this was a 
I don't know. I think, you know, from my, my standpoint, it's like, I had no idea how big the clown rabbit hole, the clown hole, the clown car. Oh, don't say the clown. You cannot say the clown hole. The clown, clown. car. There we go. Like, like how many things were fit into this tiny clown car. Like, it, I, I love, I really do love it when I find a new piece of, or I like, I had no idea this was urban an urban lore. legend. Yeah. Like yeah. I knew, I mean, I knew about the, the clown shit, but I didn't yeah. know that this went that far back. And I actually shared my notes with one of my friends uh, bef- earlier today, because we were talking about it. And I said it to him and he was like, oh my God, like I didn't realize that there was going to be like 75 things. I thought there was going to be like 10. And I'm like, no. no and I'm like, I and I was like, I cut shit out because yeah. this was too long. And I was like, I, but there's, it's astounding. I don't know. It's fucking crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Totally crazy. Yeah. Well, that's it. So, that's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. I mean, oh man, we're only in episode two and there's always like all these emotions and feels coming out. So what could feels. be next? I don't know. More um, feels. Oh God. I want more feels. I want more, more beating things. Um, okay. So on that note, I think you know, fuck clowns. Um, not all of you clowns, just the evil fuck clowns. That clown. Fuck that clown, that particular clown, fuck him. Um, and if I'm sure like there's we're gonna we could probably go into obscenity case for this episode, but um I'll know it when I see it. All right, <gasps> um, I think we're done then. So yeah. cheers, jerk. Cheers, bitch. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram devil's trap podcast twitter devil's trap pod or you can email us devil's trap at devil's trap podcast.com don't forget to subscribe leave reviews and share it with all your friends we're available at all your major podcast listening devices so you can always find us at devil's trap podcast.com thanks devil's trap podcast is a don't be a dick production Intro music, arrangement and performance by Dave Cox. Piano arrangement and performance by Bobby Orozco. Meow. <laughs>